Welcome, everyone, to episode 22 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Thank you for joining me today. Do you know that America is at a crossroad? That we are at critical mass in the spirit? There is a tipping point coming. I want to share an encounter with you today that I had recently. I think it's a very dramatic encounter, and it's something that has really caused me to begin to just go back and review and reevaluate so many things that the Lord has shared with me over the past specifically year, but uh, even several years. CK and I were called into the Office of Prophets many years ago, and at first we really didn't understand that much about what it entailed. Oh, we had in prior years really developed an ability to move in the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, signs, wonders, miracles. So many things were happening. We gave prophecies to people. Uh, She is a great dreamer. Uh, She has numerous dreams. I am a, a person who sees visions. And so the Lord began to speak to us that way. And as we rose up through the ranks, so to speak, and got to the point to where we developed uh, confidence and experience in operating in the gift of a prophet, then we became comfortable in it. And so when I share these things with you, it's from a heart to where I look into the spiritual realm and I see what's going on there, the things that God wants me to see. I don't tell God what to show me. I can ask him, and he'll reveal many things to me because of my request. Uh, But other than that, I just have to open myself up in the Spirit. And I would really encourage you to do the same thing in your walk of faith, your walk in the Spirit, as the supernatural invades your life. Because remember, I've said many times that you were created as a new creation in Christ Jesus, as a child of the living God. You are a born-again spirit, living inside of a human body, and therefore you were created to operate in the supernatural realm as well as in the natural realm. And likewise with me, the gift of prophecy is not always foretelling, although there's an element of that. It's discerning. It's understanding what's happening in the spiritual realm. So I'm going to share this vision with you Now, one of the reasons I'm doing this is because it's current. I have been doing so many episodes in this podcast about teaching on third heaven authority, what it is, how it operates. But today is a current event episode. On Thursday night, September 2nd, we just finished an intercessory prayer meeting uh, in our facilities And I really felt during the meeting, the Spirit of God just moving on me. And so when it came to the close of the meeting, I said, people, uh, the Spirit of God's moving on me. Something is happening here. So I'm just going to dismiss you. And I began to pray. And while I was praying, the Lord just grabbed me and pulled me into the Spirit. I found myself rising up in the spiritual realm over the United States of America. And I could see as I got higher and higher the continental United States below me. And then the Lord took me from the west, because I'm in Las Vegas, all the way over to the east coast. I found myself over Washington, D.C. 
I lowered down a little bit, didn't go all the way down into the city where sometimes the Lord has had me do that. There was a vision some months back that the Lord actually took me into the Oval Office and showed me some things. And angels were involved. I might mention that because I'm going to be talking about angels quite a bit today. Uh, The Lord told me in that prior encounter that there was strife and there was confusion and other things that were occurring in the Oval Office and among staff in the administration and that angels were there to take advantage of it. You know, in the Old Testament, there are many occasions where the Bible says that confusion was sown into the enemy's camp. So that confusion, that ability that the angels have to induce confusion because truth comes against uh, deception. Righteousness comes against unrighteousness. God's plans and purpose, his knowledge comes against man's purpose and knowledge. And when the two meet, angels have the ability to induce a state of confusion. So I saw that going on in the spiritual realm. Uh, But in this vision, I was up above Washington, D.C. I could see, as it were, kind of like the whole of the city. It was like everything was there, not just the location of the Capitol, the White House, but the whole of government of the United States. While I was watching this, I heard the voice of the Lord very strongly. Prophet, stir the spirit. That's the first time that I remember the Lord ever addressing me as prophet in that capacity, in a vision. So I knew at that moment there was something significant about this one. And he said, stir the spirit. When he spoke those words, a staff appeared in my right hand. I held the staff out in front of me with the end pointing down toward Washington, D.C. And then I began to rotate the staff, stirring it like you would have a big spoon and stirring a big pot of stew or something. I just began to stir and stir and stir. And as I did, it created kind of like a, in the spiritual realm, a a mini whirlwind or whirlpool. Just began to stir and stir. Then I noticed angels appeared in the stirring, and they were flying around in the stirring. And as they were being stirred up, it reminded me uh, even of the New Testament where Paul talked to Timothy and, and told him to remember and to stir up the gifts that have been placed within him. There's a spiritual stirring where there's uh, an activity where things become dormant for a while, or when it's time for God to move, and for at that point it was those angels to move, then the stirring was initiated. The angels were moving and moving and moving. Then the Lord said, listen for the sound. I said, what sound, Lord? He said, the sound of the marching in the top of the mulberry trees, the sound of chariots' wheels and horses' hooves. I recognized those references also. They were talking about angels. It was the sound of angels marching, the sound of spiritual warfare. 
You know, you find in the Old Testament two stories. One of them was when the Philistines wanted to try to either capture or to kill David. And so they came out against David and against his army. And David then inquired of the Lord. Great man of God. He worshiped the Lord. He wanted to make sure that he did everything right. He honored anointings and offices. And so he went to the Lord and inquired, what do we do, Lord? Boy, we can learn a lot from some of these Old Testament uh, figures because of their dedication to the Lord. So many times we just move and we just try to do what we want to do. We should always stop and inquire of the Lord. So David inquired, and the Lord spoke to him and said, no, do not come out directly against the Philistines. However, circle around behind them, and when they come to the right place and it is the right time, and you hear the sound of marching in the top of the mulberry trees, then attack. Now, there were mulberry trees, a grove of them that when the Philistines got to that point, then the marching, the angels of God began to come against the Philistines. And it was the sound of marching. It was footsteps. It was an army that was on the move. And the Philistines knew that, and David knew that. It wasn't just as some people would try it in the natural reason. Well, somehow there was a breeze that came, and it, it must have, you know, rustled the leaves in the mulberry trees, and then therefore it sounded like something. The fact that they heard the sound is important, but no, it wasn't a natural cause. It was a supernatural cause. It was the angels of God, the hosts of heaven, the armies that was coming out. And even though they were not physically seen, they were there. So many times in Old Testament, we find that angels came on the scene and helped the children of God to defeat the enemy in whatever capacity it was. The sound of the marching of the angels came across the top of the trees, and then David attacked at that point. The angels came from the front. David's army came from the rear, and they defeated the Philistines, and a great victory was won. There's another story, and that was when the Syrians had gathered an army together, and they came against the Samaritans. Elisha the prophet was involved in this, and the Syrian army came, and they encircled the Samaritans' city, and they laid siege to it. Now, there was a great famine in the land. Uh, it was a time where food was scarce, water was scarce, uh, great trials and afflictions. And it got to the point that those that were in the besieged city would even turn to things like eating their own children. And it, it was just a, a bad, bad time. And they didn't know what to do. They couldn't defeat the Syrians, but God came on the scene. How did God show up? He showed up, or he used the host of heaven. The Syrians, when they were asleep, when they were in their camp, they heard a sound, and they heard the sound of chariots' wheels. They heard the sound of horses' hooves pounding the earth. And they knew an army was coming. They were skilled. They were experienced warriors. 
they knew what that sound was. It wasn't a happenstance. It wasn't some kind of an earth trembling or an earthquake or any other natural phenomenon. It was a spiritual experience. The hosts of heaven were there, and as they were thundering toward the Syrians, the Syrians just, when they heard that sound, they became totally scared, panicked, and ran away. And then the Samaritans were able to come out and to plunder the goods, and they were saved because of it. Now, those were the two stories that Jesus was referencing, or the Lord, in this encounter, this vision that I had. He said, listen for the sound. I said, what sound, Lord? He said, the sound of the marching in the top of the mulberry trees, the sound of chariots, wheels, and horses' hooves. And I knew that he was talking about the angels, the angels that were there in that swirling, that stirring that was happening down below me. I knew that it meant that God was creating a sound, not just that the angels were going to move and were going to do mighty things for us. We can even realize how powerful that angels of God are. They're extremely powerful. I have seen angels in the spirit defeat demonic beings. Their presence come and push them away, drive them away. Their influence drives away the demonic influence in so many different ways. So that's happening right now, I believe, in Washington, D.C. At this moment that we're speaking, things are changing. But he also, God was talking about the sound of that. And I knew instinctively on the inside of me, it's by osmosis. It's as the Holy Spirit impresses feelings and knowledge and revelation at the same time that the Lord is speaking and I'm witnessing this stirring going on down below me. I knew the sound would not just be the sound of marching or chariots or horses' hooves because we live in a different time period. See, that symbolized war. I could hear, I literally could hear uh, marching the footsteps on the earth of the warriors. I could literally hear chariots, wheels, and I could literally hear the pounding of horses' hooves while this was going on. But in the spiritual realm, we're not limited to the way that the natural realm operates. So within those sounds were other sounds. Those other sounds were the cries of warriors, prophecies going forth, declarations from, I'm talking about uh, the righteous warriors, the people of God. I'm talking about using faith and authority to come against the tyranny and the deception and all the stuff that's happening in America today, coming specifically, I must add, against the ruling political spirit of Jezebel as well as the ruling political spirit of Pharisee on the far right, and against the spirit of Antichrist. Now, the reason I say that, spirits of, is because we recognize, we know that there was a, a historical figure of Jezebel in the Old Testament and how that she was a ruler. She was a princess, first of all, the daughter of the king of Tyre, married Ahab, who was the king of Israel. So she was a ruler. She wasn't just, you know, a clerk at the local 7-Eleven. She was a ruler. And so we're talking about politics. We're talking about governing and how that spirit came in far left because she was an, an idolater. 
And there's a lot of idolatry going on behind the scenes and the way it's manifesting in America when you talk about socialism, communism, atheism, secularism, agnosticism, uh, sorcery, witchcraft, occult, all of those kind of things are more concentrated and aligned on the far left, attempting to take over America. Why? Not only in their search for power, but because America was established as a Christian nation. There is a covenant that God has with the founding fathers. And I don't care what you think of the founding fathers or whether they were perfect or not, in the same way that I don't care what you think about the character of President Donald Trump right now. The hand of the Lord is on President Trump. It's not about his character. It's about anointing. And on the original founders, the exact same thing. It's about covenant and anointing and about the elements of truth that were sewn into our founding documents. I was hearing all these other sounds, news reports. I was hearing about people that were uh, being exposed and then judgment coming upon them and being removed from office. All of this kind of stuff, all those sounds, too numerous for me to mention, were in the sounds of the marching chariots, wheels, and horses' hooves. Then the Lord spoke to me, and he said, prophesy truth and justice into America. So I stood there with the staff in my hand, and I prophesied down below. I speak truth and justice into America. I speak truth and justice into America. I speak truth and justice into America. Because those were spiritual dynamics that the Lord was releasing onto the scene. It was part of the spiritual warfare and the happenings that were occurring there in Washington, D.C. Then the Lord said, the sound that you hear will grow louder and stronger and you'll know what to do at the time. So I asked him, what is it, Lord? What am I supposed to do then? And he said, you'll know when it happens. When the time comes, you'll know and you'll act. So what I'm telling you from that encounter is that we are now current times in a point to where it is not only America at a crossroad, critical mass in the spiritual realm, a tipping point that is coming to where there is going to be great deliverance in America. Things are changing. You know, Jezebel, Pharisee, and also Antichrist. I forgot to finish that about Jezebel. Not only was she a historical figure, but we find that also in the book of Revelation, when Jesus was speaking to the seven churches, to the church of Thyatira, he specifically said, I have something against you, for you tolerate that woman Jezebel. Now, that woman's name wasn't Jezebel at the time. He was speaking that that spirit, the same one that was operating through Jezebel, Old Testament figure, is still in the earth, and now it's trying to come against the Thyatiran church and influence them into idolatry, pulling people away from God's intent, not only for their own selves and for the righteousness uh, that's intended for them as children of God, but also God's purposes through the church. He didn't want it distorted. That same spirit is in Washington, D.C. right now. 
When I talk about the spirit of Antichrist, yes, in the book of Revelation, it does talk about an Antichrist. Scripture discloses a man of sin that will come. But John also, in his epistles, said that the spirit of Antichrist is already here. That spirit of Antichrist is in Washington, D.C. right now. On the far right, the ruling political spirit of Pharisee. You know, the Pharisees were the religious rulers of the day. Uh, They ran the civil affairs as well as the religious affairs of Israel. Jesus was constantly confronted with the Pharisees and also the Sadducees, Sanhedrin Council. There were good people that were on there, but there were those who were not good. They controlled everything. They thought they knew the way that God wanted it done, and they even went so far as to kill Jesus for messing up their plans. I'm talking about the spirit. This spiritual warfare that's going on in Washington, D.C. right now is behind the scenes, and it's happening in a manner that those spirits are being defeated by angelic forces who are operating according to third heaven authority spoken by believers like you and me. I'm talking about the prayer warriors, the prophetic eagles, the lion's army. And as we continue to pray and we continue to confront in the spiritual realm, those angels are swirling. When I had that experience, I knew that God was telling me to release something. Now, I know I'm not the only one. There are other prophets in the land. But that's my experience. Something happened on September 2nd. The time element of its walking out, we will see. But something happened. The day after the presidential election last November, I went to the Lord. And I said, okay, Lord, what's going on? I know that you told me that the hand of the Lord is on Donald Trump. What about this election? And when I asked him that, he took me into the spirit immediately. And right there in the spiritual realm, in the heavens, as it were, up above me, was a scale of justice. And it had an upright, a cross beam, and the two pans that were hanging down on opposite sides. There was a thumb on one of them pulling it down. And the Lord spoke, and he said... There's a thumb on the scale, and it is robbery. Now give Moses time to work. He was talking about the election. He was talking about spiritual things as well as the legal electoral process. There was a thumb on the scale. It was robbery. There was lots of voter fraud. The Lord said robbery, so that's the word I use, robbery. And then he said give Moses time to work. Moses was a representation because he had given me about three visions prior to that in the, the 30 days leading up to it of Moses, how that Moses represented the law and the courts of heaven and how that they can decide things and then superimpose themselves over the law and the courts of man. All of this is going, it's going, it's happening. And so we're at a time where there is justice being worked out I saw that swirling. I saw it happen over Washington, D.C. The lion's army is advancing. 
We're in a prophetic resistance movement right now, and it is a time that is probably as significant as any major time that the church has faced throughout history. We're going to look back on this, and we are going to see how that the church saved the day. When I say church, I'm talking about body of Christ, ecclesia. And there are many that are in it that are just oblivious. They're not praying. They're going with the flow. They have an attitude that, well, you know, whatever happens somehow is God's will, and we're just not going to rock the boat. And, but God has called up a remnant. I believe numerically the largest remnant that this earth has ever seen. And it's not only in America, it's in all other nations. And that's important for you to understand because I saw the stats on the podcast last month. There were people in over 60 nations that downloaded this podcast. It applies to your country also and the things you can do for your nation. God is using you. But we're at a time now in America where there is a tearing in Washington, D.C., exposing and then judgment Something done about it. Change is happening. There is a great birthing of the kingdom of God and of the rainbow glory of God beginning to move. In that vision, when I was stirring things in the spirit over Washington, D.C., I saw some rainbow colors begin to happen and just kind of threaded through that whirlpool, that whirlwind God's glory is showing up. I think probably the biggest thing for me right now to just convey to you is for you to have hope and to realize at this particular point, there are great changes that are coming forth. I don't know exactly what they are, so I'm not going to prophesy specific events. But what I am going to tell you is that I feel those events. I can sense those events coming to pass. I know that God is on the move, and I know that I hear the sound of marching. I hear the sound of chariot wheels and the pounding of horses' hooves on the earth. I hear it in the spiritual realm. The angels are coming, and they are releasing their power, their influence, and it comes in judgment on both sides. There is a judging against the unrighteous and against those things that oppose Christ's will. But there's also the judging for righteousness of those things that are in line with God's will. There is great promotion for those who will follow God and stand fast and will see the salvation of this Lord. We are taking America back. God is taking America back. And I prophesy by faith now that Jezebel and Antichrist are defeated, that their power is diminished in America, and that the Spirit of the living God is raising up those who will heed God's voice, and we shall see righteousness. There's also the greatest revival and spiritual awakening this nation or the earth has ever seen, and it is happening right now. I encourage you with that. I pray for you 
Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, for each and every person out there right now, I pray that in the Spirit that they can feel the trembling as the angels are moving because of the authority of the believers and because of our prayers and decrees and declarations. We will not back down. I pray, Lord God, that they can hear the sound of the angelic movement, that they hear the chariots, that they hear the marching, the horses' hooves, that they hear it in news reports. They hear it in testimonies. They hear it in every avenue that God is moving in now, and they see it and they recognize it as the miraculous of God. There is an outpouring of the Spirit now. Let it pour out upon all flesh in our nation. Save the lost, Lord God. Save the lost. Even those who have been the most instrumental in coming against President Trump, coming against revival, coming against the church, Christianity, save them. You saved the Apostle Paul, the chiefest of sinners. You can save them. And when you save them, may it be so dramatic that there's an instant change and the testimony of Christ is brought into the public arena. Oh, Lord, we worship you and we praise you in all of your holiness. I just want to take the moment to bless you, Lord, and worship you because you hear the prayers of your children and you move mightily in their behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Join me in future episodes as I continue to share from my heart and experiences and, of course, God's Word. Subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on any favorite podcast platform that you use. Stay in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Be strong in the Spirit. God bless.